Welcome to Elevated Impressions. Welcome to Elevated Impressions. I'm Cal, and today I'm elevated on an indica strain called Delta 8 Pineapple Express, along with a hybrid called Citrus OG. And I'm Sean, and today I'm elevated on a hybrid breed called Riddler. Alrighty, we are here to discuss Prime Video's Wheel of Time, the first season of potentially many more to come. If you are unfamiliar, this comes from a book series that started in the 90s, 1990s, and went all the way to 2013. It had 14 books, 14 of them. And the original author died before the last book came out. And so quick little history lesson. Yeah, bitch, yeah. So Look quick at little you history dropping lesson. the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh shit, I know that. Yeah, he had done uh, 11 of them, I think. And then he had been diagnosed with like some kind of heart disease. So he knew his time was limited. And he was like, I need to finish this. So I'm gonna write this big, 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 big book. You know, it don't, it don't matter how long it is cause I need to get through it to finish the story. He ain't finished it, he died. So his wife um, teamed up with his like agent or something, and they hired um, another author to like take all of the dude's notes and like drawings and stuff and write and finish the last book. But instead of just making it one book, they split it up into three. Now we've got a total of 14 books. And as of 2021, it sold over 90 million copies worldwide, making it the one of the best selling fantasy series since Lord of the Rings. It's pretty popular. I'm gonna have to read this. Yeah. I mean, some of the books are really old. Some of the books are really old. So what? I'm gonna still read it. Okay. Yeah. They got them. They definitely got them on Kindle, and they yeah. definitely have an Audible book of it too. So I just probably listen to that bitch. Yeah. 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 All right. As you know, we've got story, characters, visuals, and if we deem that there's something else that we should give a cloud for, we'll do that as well in our miscellaneous category. I'll start with characters. So we had um, five, I guess, potential um dragon dragon reborns yeah and we had matt who oh funny fact he is not gonna play matt next season what yeah he um has he's no longer with the show um i don't know why um but apparently there was some drama but um he is being replaced with some guy named uh, I'm sorry if I pronounce it wrong. Um, Donald Finn, Donald Finn. And apparently, not apparently, he played um, Netley in the first season of The Witcher. Netley? Uh-huh. Netley. Not ringing a bell. Yeah, so uh, Barney Harris is a dude that was playing Matt. He is no longer gonna be playing Matt. Um, and apparently, you know, in that one episode when he stays behind and doesn't go with the rest of them, that apparently does not happen in the books. Um, and people are thinking that uh, the reason they rewrote that is because he was exiting the show. Oh, you know, yeah. he played a person who brought drama way too well not to really bring drama in life. So it makes sense. <laughs> 
devil knows what happened, but he won't be here next time. So that was one of the potentials. We also had Egwene, who um, I thought she played a, she did the character really, really well. I wouldn't really be friends with Egwene though. She um, is doesn't seem like a good person. She was playing Rand the whole time, um, and don't even get me started on Perrin. Okay, so Perrin, I need to see more of. I need to see more of him. Um, I feel like we don't know what he is, but you know what? I'm not upset about that because. I feel like this show is gonna have some longevity, so I'm allowing them the grace of being able to explain it to us over time. Who knows what he is? It's giving me an alpha from Teen Wolf vibes, but I'll just wait and see what they're going to present to us. It looks like it's something to be concerned about because uh, what's her name, Moraine, was like, don't tell nobody that that's what he got going on. Then we had Nynaeve. Nynaeve? Love Nynaeve. her. Listen, I have a love-hate relationship with her. Sometimes I'm like, yes, bitch, give it to him. <laughs> but other times I'm like, girl, calm down, calm down, okay? We are all in this together, you know? So like, <laughs> oh, shit. I just need for you to take a chill pill, you know? Um, that's the five potentials. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I forgot the, the one, friend. Um, Listen, it could have been anybody else and I would have been happier. Um, it could have been anybody else and I would have been happier. So, I really- one more time, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like when he was like, Egwene, you're gonna be in Aes Sedai, I'm gonna be your warder. I was like, yes, I am okay with that. You can do that. But I don't know him as the dragon reborn, but you know, that's why, that's how it was written. So, you know, not hating on the show for that. I just, I don't know, I'm not really here for his character. Um, Moraine, I like her. I'm a little confused about what her role is going to be next season now that she can't touch the one power no more. Um, but maybe it's a quest for her to figure out a way to undo that, who knows. Um, her warder, is his name Lan? Yeah. Um, listen, I really felt for him when his friend died and they had to do that little funeral thing for him. He was beating on his chest and whatnot. I was like, oh, damn, he really, damn, you know? That teared me up. I don't get teared up for regular TV show stuff, but that shit was deep. Uh, wow, okay. All right, well, we know what tears you up now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Red Aja, I can't remember her name, but um, she played that role. She absolutely played that role. Uh, the dude, Logan, the false dragon, played that fucking role. Amazing. He, He's he from um, Money Heist. I on did Netflix. hear that he was from that, but you know, I have about that. Oh, we watched the first two, three, two seasons, and he's fucking great in there, too. So oh, once yeah. I saw him being a crazy person, and this one is, oh, yes, be yeah, great. Yeah, he did that shit, dog. He absolutely fucking did that shit. And then the, um, what they call her, the Emerlin Seat. Mm. Love her, love it. When she said something about something, 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 while you kiss the floor or whatever the fuck she said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was good. And beg for your mother's forgiveness, yes. I lived, lived, I absolutely fucking lived. <sighs> Anyways, 
I really enjoyed the characters. I did. I'm going to give the characters a 4.75. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so I don't think I have anything that I really disagree with what you said, right? Matt, I hated the man from day one. Um, I hated him entirely. Like, he was super fucking annoying. Absolutely annoying. The worst person ever. Um, and then we got um, the redhead dude. What's his name? Ran? Ran? Uh, I, I, I think that's why I never remember his name. Because when you were telling everybody else's name, I was like, oh yeah, I remember him. I remember him. I remember him. And I forgot Rand entirely because I hated that man. <laughs> I hated him more than Matt. <laughs> he gave me the original Lawrence vibes. A fuck boy who don't think he a fuck boy. Because hmm. he act out here acting all high and mighty. Oh, wow. And was just a terrible fucking person. Ah, <laughs> uh, but then I couldn't root for Egwene either. So it caused me so much confliction. I'm like, <laughs> y'all both terrible. You deserve each other. Please, just go away somewhere. Um, Perrin, I, I need to know what those girls' eyes, eyes was about. I like that you were like building it up and stuff, um, but it, it, it wasn't really wasn't really doing it for me until you give me more. And then just to throw him under in love with Egwene, I lost so much respect for that man. I'm like, Egwene, you, you, you fell in love with Egwene? Can I say something real quick? When that, when I first saw that, I was like, what? Okay, they just, they just throwing shit in here. Right? <laughs> right? But I went back and watched it a couple of times from the beginning. And I was like, oh my God, the signs have been there since the very first episode. He was always like staring at her, right? Yes! I think I noticed it, but and never gave a fuck. And his bitch knew. Ugh. That was that argument they had. Yeah. Remember, yes. yes, in the first yes. episode, and he was like, he was like, you didn't go to the thing, yes, you didn't to thing, and then he was like, I love you, and she was yes. like, I know. Mm -hmm. I think they should have given this one more episode before they threw that argument in because I was like, what the fuck you talking about, bro? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, Perrin gives me, Perrin gives you vibes from Teen Wolf, mm -hmm. and he gives me vibes from Hemlock Grove. I don't know if you watched that on Netflix, but it's another vampire werewolf kind of show. And the same way they have the eyes glow there, glows glows the same. It was really well done. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping we get some gruesome transformation when he finally pulls out because they made them Trollocs look legit, right? Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> them Trollocs look legit. Um, um sometimes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, true, true. <laughs> I, I as you said it, it flashed my mind sometimes. <laughs> now, homegirl with the braid, I don't know her name because they always call her the wisdom. I Nynaeve. Nynaeve, there we go. They, every every single time, and it's always Land's ass calling her the wisdom. I'm like, man, yeah. can, you, can you call her her name? That's I, her title. She I know, but, for that title. I know, but like, say her name once in a while, please, <laughs> please. Yeah, I don't remember season. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nynaeve was cool as fuck, and I love how they did with her because she came out as a badass in the beginning and got dragged away from her braids, and then came back like, nah, bitch, that ain't do shit to me. I tracked your ass. I said, I love you. You are great. <laughs> you are great. Um, and then how she pursued Lan and was just like, look, you gonna take this pussy. I don't give a fuck what I do. You gonna take this pussy. <laughs> I was like, yes, get you some, sis. Shut get the you fuck some. up. <laughs> Loved her. And Lan was great too. Um, 
he was just he played his, he played his character perfectly. Like yeah. he played his character perfectly, and that chest thump scene at the funeral, bro, it got me. I was like, damn, <laughs> I feel your pain. But then he screamed for a little too long. I was like, okay, okay, he <laughs> <laughs> screamed too long, bro. Shut up. <laughs> That's gonna be a pain, but like we can stop screaming now. We get it. We get it. <laughs> um, Moraine, I enjoyed her. She played that overly confident, but kind of on the sly thing. And then to find out she's kind of a bit of a double agent for the um, Amarillo Seaton shit. I like. I really enjoyed who she was and how she was. And my favorite part favorite part was at the end right after all of the motherfuckers been accusing her this whole time and wanted to bring them there to die when man goes but wait you said that anybody that goes to the eye of the world other than the dragon reborn is gonna die and Moraine just looked at him like dumb motherfucker i've been saying the whole time i'm gonna die with you bitches do you think i'm just saying that just for willy nearly motherfucking fun i was like you fucking idiot <laughs> you're a fucking idiot but I have a question. Do you think she was really gentle or do you think she's lying not to reconnect her bond with Lan so he doesn't know that she's lying about Rand not being dead? Because if she reconnects with Lan, right, he will instantly know she's lying. That is true. But the homeboy do did do something to he her. He did do something, but we don't know if it was temporary or it permanent. Does. I think it's I do think it's temporary. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it didn't was, look the same as yes. when they gentled Logan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the line that he said, he was like, you can feel it at your fingertips, but you can't access it. So it seemed like he was just bearing, bearing it from her, putting a barrier around her. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like once he died, it went away because I don't think he fully did it because uh, he looked like he loved to torture motherfuckers. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Logan is his name, the guy. Mm-hmm. He was great. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I kind of wish they gave us a little bit more of his crazy, but I get why they did what they did because there's a fuck ton going on. Like, there's a fuck yeah. ton going on. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm fine with it. Um, the Amelin Seat chick, oh, she was great. She plays that role so flawlessly. She reminded me of Homegirl from, um, shit, what's that other show on Netflix with the magic and the, the, the color coordinated characters? Uh, it recently came out. I have no fucking idea. Oh my god, what you mean? Um, you know, we talked about, about it recently. No, we didn't. Yeah, huh? Wait, wait, you wait, you wait, you a wait. Dear. Oh, you wait. Okay. You wait. Correct me, shit. I'm gonna remember. Shatter and Bone. On Netflix. You you ain't watch that? Mm-mm. Fuck, I thought you watched that. No, yeah, you got me confused with your other bald black friend. I only got one, so you know me. I am very limited on them numbers. You can't use that line on me, bro. It don't work. Okay. And then the and uh, the Amelin seat woman, she mm-hmm. was great. Her confidence reminded me of the girl from Shadow and Bone, the main character. How she was just like stepping out until she got humbled. But we'll talk about that another time. But the Amelin seat was an amazing character, and that line that she said, I don't. I was high as fuck when she was saying it. And I knew it was an insult and I felt the pain of the insult, but I wasn't catching it until it ended it. Like when she got to end that sentence, I was like, oh, that's what you were saying. Now I feel the full insult. So yeah, what it line? was great. The one that you, you quoted from. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, I was like, I don't know what you're saying. It don't sound like you're speaking English right now because I'm really fucking high. But 
And that looks very like very much like an insult. Cool. Yeah. cool. <laughs> um, the dark one. I'm very curious about him. I like his character. He seems like an evil mad genius, and I'm loving it. Um, and then that panhandler dude, that the black dude that turned out to be evil. Yes. Yo, he was great. I knew something was up about him the whole time. I'm like, why are you coming out to this little hick town in the woods and you can't get nothing for it? Nobody gonna take that kind of trek because you saw when Rand was trekking to that shit. I'm like, this is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then his line at the end, it was like, no, nah, you think I was just coming to that backwater bullshit place for no fucking reason? I knew who you fuckers was. I was like, okay, so it all makes sense. I love it. It was great. I love that shit. Um, so I think characters were absolutely amazing as well. So I'm also going to give it a 4.75. Perfect. All right. Let's hop on over to visuals. I'll start with visuals. No, 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 no. I started last time. You start. <laughs> All right. This was, I would say, 90% great visuals for everything they showed. Like whenever they showed the use of the one power, uh, whenever they showed um, like some of the action scenes and battles, like when they were showing they were holding down low gain, it looked funky at first when I very first saw it. I was like, is that supposed to be their abilities? But then it picked up when he got to that last episode where uh, homegirl uh, who was guarding the city was channeling in everyone else's energy. And then they had Egwene and uh, Nynaeve's energy be a little bit thicker of a, and dark or more prominent white line compared to all the other chicks. And then how their eyes burnt out. Mm -hmm. I was really, really fucking enjoying that kind of stuff. I was like, this is really fucking nice. Well done, Netflix. And I, it grew on me because it looked like it looked like different magic from others. Yes. So I was like, this is a new style. I'm digging it. Um, and then we started hitting the, the rough patches. Right. I loved when they had the Trollocs in makeup and like that very first scene showing them in the dark. Mm -hmm. When they're in the dark, they look flawless because the blood all over them, their snouts and the greasiness, they, they looked like fucking horrifying monsters. When you put them in the light, it's a little bit of a different story. And then we had some CGI Trollocs too that were like, yeah. and then we had the whole um, dark, Fiends, dark whatever ones, the motherfuckers that look like um, uh -huh. Voldemort yeah. from fucking Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> they were creepy, but I'm like, that's it? They didn't really it seemed like a an unfinished design. Yes. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was like Voldemort, you could see like what they did with him. Yeah. I feel like they could maybe put like eye socket indentations or give them some kind of shape on their face. It just looked like they just put some clay on there. I was like, all right, let's put some teeth. Cool. Mm -hmm. This looks great. <laughs> I was like, the fuck? It was giving me fish. Yes. Yes. They did look like they should have scale and, and they're just wet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, the good outweighed the bad a ton in the show. And the costume designs were really fucking well done. The armor for the brother and sister at the end. I'm an armor fiend. I love armor and weapons and shit. Really well done. Yeah. And then the, I think the best looking scene was the scene for Rand's birth with his mother fighting the motherfuckers off while pregnant. That scene, 
I just sat there like, mother, mother, what? Holy fuck. Oh, shit. She's still going. And she's Uh, fucking them up. Wait, there's four guys. Oh, she's still going. Yeah. With the choreography, Uh fighting, Uh even her pregnancy belly, the mold that they did for that was flawless because they didn't move in any way that it looked like it was off or anything like that. I really thought this woman was pregnant and was fucking motherfuckers up. I was like, that's beautiful. That is fucking beautiful. (laughs) so i will give visuals a 4.5 clouds yeah i um that last that scene that you just talked about amazing i really love snow battle scenes because when there's blood you can really see it in the snow um speaking my language (laughs) (laughs) it just has such you know a, a sharp contrast that it's just it always looks so nice. That scene was wonderful. I felt like I was watching a different show when that came on, actually. I was like, hold up, what am I? It, I turned on Wheel of Time. Look, but, um... for real. Look, I sat there, I was like, wait, what's happening? Wait, yeah. oh, wait, hold on. Woman, army, fighting, wait. You yeah. imagine it? One yeah, time? I was confused. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, but it was great. It was great. It looked amazing. Um, yeah. When I think in the last episode, when they showed like the armory of Trala, it was bad. It did not look good at all. It looked very um, ran out of money ish, you know? Um, what? Oh, I can see it. I know the movie that it looks like. There was a movie, I think it was one of the Lord of Rings movies, when it was like a big army of people and it just looked like these weird things jumping. It was just like, what the fuck? Why are we doing this? So yes, it you was know terrible. what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the series finale. Oh, no, 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 not the series finale. I think it was like a couple episodes before the series finale of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And um, she goes to the men who created the first Slayer and they're like, we'll give you more power. And she's like, no, because it's like demonic power. Don't want that, don't need it. And um, then they like give her a glimpse of what's to come and she sees all of those like first vampire thingies down in the hell mouth and they're all like jumping and yeah. And it looked just, it was just terrible CG guy, but it was, you know, that was back in, I don't know, like 01 or something like that. I have to correct mine. I remembered what it is. Spawn. It was early 2000s, late 90s Spawn. They had a scene where they transported him down to hell Mm-hmm. and they showed the armies of hell that he would be leading yeah. and it was just these flat 2d figures super pixelated <laughs> just roaring and shit and it was just like that's what it gave me that's what it gave me yeah that was that so that was really bad but um a lot of it was really good a lot of it was really good um i really loved okay parents hair it changed over the course of the episodes um First, it was just like a little, you know, textured fro. And then later on, they became like more refined twists. And then sometimes they grew out. Like it was like the real journey of black hair. I loved it. Um, <laughs> um, I the Every time that they showed um, the Aes Sedai in battle, like in the first episode with um, Moraine going up against the Trollocs and in that one battle where um, Karenny died, um, and the other green Aja was out there in the forest with them. Okay, one thing I will say, I don't know what Nanive was doing there. She was in the way. But anyways, <laughs> um, that other green Aja, she was fucking it up. 
out there. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. There was just, you know, a couple of mishaps here and there. Oh, one thing else that I really, really loved, and then we'll move on. Um, when they were going to gentle Logan, mm. um, but before all the other Aja came, and um, I think Karini had just died, and uh, Moraine was telling the red Aja, she was like, girl, calm down, you're going to burn out. And you mm -hmm. can see her cheeks like getting the fire and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't understand what that meant. Agreed. But when they brought it back in the last episode and we saw the other girls mm -hmm. bring out, I was like, oh. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I'm reliving all of this right now. I'm reliving it all. It's great. Oh. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, I just, so for the next season, I'm hoping it's flawless from beginning to end, you know? We've seen some really good things from Prime, so let's just not rush it and make sure everything is very polished for the next one. I'm gonna give visuals a 4.25. All right, T, story, go for it. Whew. This story was a conundrum for me. I thought I knew it with what it was in the beginning, and then they dropped the plot twist at the end. I could see it coming, right? But I didn't think they would reveal it the way they did. I thought it, they'd do it like in that plot twist where this, they kind of just hint that the Dark One always knew and this was his plan all along. But like, they came out and they just said it. He was like, do you think we're stupid? We did this on purpose. You, you, you thought we didn't know you were important? Like, he's the Dark One, he knows all. Like, the fuck? I was like, okay. I'm excited, I'm curious. And then how they tied in that flashback at the very end too, it was like, why didn't we give this flashback earlier? But then when it camera panned out at the end, you saw that their city was more well advanced and shit. It was like, oh, there's a lot more going on here. And then they threw in the possibility of what the previous Dragon Reborn did. Oh, it was just, it was so many twists and turns and they made some of these characters so unlikable that I actually physically groaned when they're on the fucking screen. Physically fucking groaned when it was fucking Rad and Egwene going at each other and fucking Matt just bitching and whining and bitching and whining. I was like, ugh, get the fuck off the screen. Just show me why Perrin's eyes are yellow. Let me see Moraine be a badass some more and Lan and Nynaeve fuck. That's all I want. I don't care about nothing else. And then maybe that, that fight at the end with the dark one. Okay, cool, great, great. Um, but now, I'm actually a little not as mad about Rand's character, right? Because even though he's the dragon reborn, they are all still important. It wasn't like a one track story where now, yay, Rand saves the day and we're done and we're calling it a day. It's like, nope, they're all important. You're going to see why they're all important. And we actually might be able to get to see Matt come back and be something different. Maybe he's what turns into those dark fiend things, them fish looking motherfuckers. Someone that goes that deep into it because he went back to that fucking creepy city. So. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I like what they did. I like how the, I like how they transgressed and they told a good, succinct story. It wasn't a moment that I was there like, why are you even doing this? This is stupid as fuck. It was just like, oh, oh shit. Oh, oh okay. Well, damn. I'm ready for more. So I really enjoyed the story. I'm going to give that a 4.75 clouds. Yeah, I also enjoyed the story. Um, now, I know there are a lot of people that were upset. A lot of the people who like read the books um, were really upset because they changed a lot of things. Um, I think that 
However, we are in the age of, and I'm gonna use marble to explain this. Um, consider this like an alternate reality of what you read in the books, um, because they're gonna change some things. So like how you mentioned, you like that it wasn't just a singular story about Rand. Um, and they made everybody important. Apparently they played that up much more in the show than they do in the books. And Rand is the main character. Um, also, um, something else they changed from the book that I wanted to touch on. I'm like, yeah, I remember now. Anywho, I also think that um, in regards to the story, they did not explain a lot of things. Um, but I'm fine with that because it's just the first season. It's just the first season. I know a lot of people, again, a lot of book fans are like, this makes no sense if you didn't read the books. And you know what? There are some things that I don't fully understand, but again, it's the first season. I don't know if I need to understand all the intricacies. Like for instance, um, somebody was complaining about not really understanding the politics between the different color Isidai. Um, and Moraine had said to Nynaeve in one of the episodes, it's a bunch of politics here. And that's enough for me. They'll get to it. They'll get to it. Um, I understand that probably in the first book, they had to write, like lay down all the foundation because that's what they do in books. But this is a TV show and they've got time to grow it. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Also, a lot of people were upset about how the at the end of the show, they show these new group of people who could channel coming and doing that tidal wave. Uh, I was very excited for that. I thought Super that that was excited. awesome. Yo, <laughs> yo. It reminded me of that one Game of Thrones season finale where uh, Danny finally had her ships and she was coming across the ocean with yep. the dragons. Yep. I was like, yes, I'm excited. But people who are, you know, really heavy into the books were upset because we don't, they didn't really explain how much of a threat those people are. Wait, stop. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know, dog. We I... just had the Aes Sedai on our side had to take five people just to call down, right? Five people to call down some lightning and burnt themselves out. These motherfuckers rolled up and caused a tidal wave, a tidal wave. And they were so coordinated. They were so succinct. They had a fucking battle cry beforehand. That shit screams threat. <laughs> Big yeah. ass fucking threat. I was convinced. I was convinced. <laughs> but people are saying that they felt like there should have been more explanation on that. Um, mm -hmm. Also, another thing that changed in regards to the story. Um, apparently, okay, so that last battle where um, Nynaeve and Gwen link with Homegirl and the other two people, apparently that doesn't happen in the books. What happened is after the, the trials get past the first line, um, Ran apparently accidentally takes out the Trollocs because he's like coming into his powers and he can't control it. And apparently it's like something happens like on accident and he just takes out like half of the army. And it's supposed to be like this big display of how powerful he is as the Dragon Reborn. So people are upset that we kind of missed that as well because in his last scene, all he really did was hold this totem and like this light shone out of him and then the dude disappeared i guess so <laughs> i was fine with that though, i was fine with it too. it made logical sense because even rand said it when he was rolling up in there he was like bruh 
I haven't channeled shit this whole show. I don't know how to exactly. channel. Exactly. And it made sense. Yeah. It made sense. I was like, so Martin was like, yeah, I know you, you're terrible. That's why I got a plaid. <laughs> Here yeah. You go. yeah. It made sense to me, but people are upset. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to episodes every, every week. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to season two, which they've already started. So hopefully we get that sometime before the end of the year. I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a 4.75. All right, so do you have anything else that you'd like to give a cloud for? Um, I feel like I do, right? But I feel like I don't. I just really like this. I really love the show. I, 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 like, I won't, okay, I'll give it a cloud for being, just really stand out for a first season. Like it really stood out. Like it felt different from every other show that was on at the point in time. And it, it did what it did well. I, I understand the complaints from people who have read the book, right? But for me right now, this show feels like a combination of the first scene of Game of Thrones where Ned was telling them, hey, we're going over to King's Landing and politics is legit. You got to watch what you're saying. And then the little battle between Ned and Cersei, you know, Cersei's like, hey, you, you're not playing your game right. Like it, it felt like that little setup of this is a large world. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. A lot's going to happen. You got to pay attention to every fine detail or else you're going to miss something. And then it also gives me a feeling of Hemlock Grove, the show I mentioned earlier. It's um, kind of a coming of age for this vampire in the show. And then the werewolf and the vampire unknowingly become friends, but they don't show off all the transformations and everything in the first season. They kind of tease it and build it up and then you get it. I like that. I like, I like that intellectual, let's lay all the pieces. You feel like you're watching a chessboard kind of shit. So I'm giving it a clap for that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I also really enjoyed this show. I really did. Um, like I said, I cannot wait for the next season. Um, one thing I did not like, and I hope we don't do more of this, I don't like fake deaths. So when Nynaeve died at the end, and it was like, oh my God, she's dead. You know, again, because we thought she was dead before. But oh my God, she's dead. And then Egwene just healed her. Okay, like. <laughs> I hate fake outs like that. So kill somebody and kill them next season. And even the little, um, the builder dude, I can't remember his name, but he gets stabbed by, is it Pat and Fane? Is that the one who stabs yes, him? Best and um, the showrunner, the dude, the dude running the show has already come out and said he's not dead. So like, let's not continue to do that. Like if we're gonna kill people, kill them. Otherwise the deaths become less meaningful. Um, but. I'm not gonna take away or give a cloud for anything. Um, I loved it. So, Cal, you gave <laughs> you gave a total of 15 clouds. I wanna make sure you understand that that is a five. You've given this show a five. I've given a total of 13.75 clouds. That makes elevated impressions final average 4.79 clouds. Thoughts? I think that's really, really fucking good. Like I, as I said, love this show. And there's a point I want to make. I am really thankful I never read the books yeah, because I would be one of those people that would be mad about it because yeah, you 13 be. books <laughs> and people loved it. So that means that it, it did really well, right? Yeah. But a point you made earlier about how we as people should now be accustomed to them changing books when they put them into movies. 
And I learned that at a very young age because I, I read Twilight and I watched Twilight. Fuck my life. So I was scarred enough. And so I'm fine with when they do change it because I expect them to change. But now I'm super glad I did not read the book because it's just great. So 4.79, I like it. Yeah, I think that's appropriate. Um, I think it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm excited to see what else shapes up to it for the rest of the year. All right, well, I'm Cal. And I'm Sean. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and wherever you find your podcast. Thanks for playing with us, folks. See you next time on Elevated Impressions. Thanks for flying with Elevated Impressions. 